Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Kaylin Patterson, Midwest Muscle P4P, Real Talk in your ILO. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you are looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals like a Mack truck through ice cream, check us out at P4PMuscle.com. And now let's chit-chat with the banter. This is an early show. I know you guys are pretty surprised when I, when I shared this. Yes, this is an early show, but we have a big name on the show, and I definitely wanted to get this man's insights and also talk to him and see what's been going on with him. I'm talking about Meshach Oching. He won the 2020 PNBA Natural Olympia, I mean, in stunning fashion, just stunning fashion. Uh, Meshach, please inter- introduce yourself, and, and let's get this show started. Uh Hello everyone. Uh, my name is Misha Kuching, um, a natural bodybuilder, um, having competed for the last uh, uh, 20 years. This is uh, the 20th year competing, so I'm happy to have uh, a little talk with you guys. Well, a happy anniversary for, for one. Uh, also, uh, congratulations on the win. I mean, there were some uh, big names at that event, uh, in, in the, the judging panel as well on stage. And mm-hmm. you had been basically in, in, in the underground, I guess, uh, getting ready for this show. And you had a great, a great team, <laughs> uh, team Hardbody. Uh, I'd love to hear how that connection came about and also, you know, how you, you know, made such a fine tuned physique that hit the stage with so much, uh, full muscle bellies to, to complement all the conditioning? Uh, at the start of uh, uh, this year, um, I had a plan of uh, doing several shows, not just one, but uh, maybe like two or three shows. But um, I started quite well in January, but um, along the road, the COVID came up and uh, all the gyms were shut down i think uh, include illinois i think everywhere it was the same and so mm-hmm. i didn't have like enough time or enough uh equipment to train but uh, luckily um a friend of mine um his name is mike uh he has got a gym and um that is where i train my clients so uh, we will go for like cleaning the gym, and um, I will find at least some opportunity to be able to lift uh, while I'm there, while we are wiping the equipment or arranging the gym. Um, so I was able to get some training um, during that time when the COVID started and everything was uh, locked or shut down. Um, mm-hmm. So. At that point, I was not sure if um, I will be able to compete because um, left and right, all the shows were being canceled, and so I was not sure if I will be able to compete. So um, as an athlete uh, who most people look um, up for to, um, mm-hmm. I always... Uh, keep my nutrition um, quite like 
around like 75% good. Um, I will have cheat meal here and there, but most of the time my nutrition plan is always on point up to 75% even when I'm not planning to compete. So stayed like that for a while and um, I think around June uh, the gym started opening up and um, um, I was still not sure if I was going to compete. And so mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking that maybe uh, by October I should go back home to Kenya to visit, uh, then come back. But as we approach uh, October, um, I thought maybe the COVID uh, cases will slow down, but it seems like um, it was still the same everywhere, even in Kenya. So I didn't want to go to Kenya while uh, the cases are still like going on and uh, people are dying and being put in quarantine. So I decided that uh, I'm canceling my trip to Kenya in October. So um, around 5th of October, I I was like, I think this is going to be a normal way of life. This COVID thing have taught us so many things, but now wearing masks, like it's like a normal thing. Like this is now how we are going to live for a long time, and nobody knows like when this will end. So, if you are mm-hmm. planning to do, something, if you are planning to do something, it's better you look a way to do it instead of like postponing because of COVID, because nobody knows when this will stop. So I sat down and uh, I thought to myself, why not do a show? So I yes. tried talking uh, talking to my uh, boss to see if I will be able to travel outside the state. And uh, I was planning to do uh, the Minnesota Mayhem. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, told that if I travel out of the state, then I will have to be quarantined for uh, 14 days. <laughs> so I decided that I was not going to do that show. Uh, so a week after they told me that I could not travel, uh, a week after that, they told me, oh, it's okay now to travel outside the state, but you just have to be careful. And so I thought, oh, maybe I should contact uh, PNBA to see if I can do uh, the Olympia. And um, uh, luckily, I got uh, Danny Kakos on the phone, and uh, I told him why I've not been able to compete to qualify. And uh, he understood, Mm -hmm. and uh, I think that's when they also announced that um, they are going to uh, get give everybody a chance to compete, um, even if you're not able to qualify. So once I got that uh, green light, called my sponsors, uh, the Hard Body Supplement. Uh, I told them that um, this year it's uh, a little bit unique for me uh, as a competitor. I would like to do Olympia, but I want it to be a little bit different. I want to be able to like make sure that uh, I cover like uh, videotape like my the process of like 
how I my schedule, my daily life looks how like. You for it, yeah. In, yeah. So and uh, they agreed to uh, jump in and help me do all that. So oh, we wow. set a date. Um, uh, we set a date with um, hard body supplement, and they came up and. Uh, Took almost one week just covering like my whole exercise, my daily life, and uh, that's how I started. Uh, it was like four weeks out of the Olympia when I officially decided that I'm going to compete. So uh, those four weeks, I did everything and uh, made it up to the Olympia. Well, I mean that that's a lot going on in, in a short amount of time. Um, it's it's really important that people understand what, I, I, what you just said because I think we keep waiting for that day and time for things to get back to quote unquote normal, and we're yeah. not understanding that that life has changed and and, and mm-hmm. so normal is basically changing as well. Um, I, I'm really happy that uh, a lot of venues and a lot of uh, promoters are finding the new paradigm shift to keep the the Mm -hmm. shows open and available. And I know that's Mm -hmm. been a lot to you because I, I, one of the things that I heard and early on was, you know, that, you know, there were so many changes that basically the promoter couldn't keep up with the information to get to the athletes. (laughs) have to yeah. prepare to be uh, ready for stage. Because I know when uh, the last weekend show that I just did, there was so much, so much mm-hmm. happening last minute that we weren't even sure if it was going to happen. And <laughs> thank God that uh, Ray Benkowski kept sending out emails to basically yeah. keep us up to date on, on what was going on. So, you know, much love and respect for Denny reaching out and uh, letting letting everybody know that, you know, this was going to happen. It was something that that was yeah. official and it wasn't going to change. So how did that help, you know, with you mentally as you prepared mm-hmm. for the National Olympics? Oh, man, uh, to have the, um, the green light from uh, PNBA that I am able to compete, uh, that was like a, a relief to me because I, I was like, I don't want to do just uh, a small score. If they allow me, at my job, if they allow me to travel, then I should do um, something big. So um, that gave me the green light uh, opportunity to be able to focus on that one contest and uh, having uh, my sponsors with me, providing me with everything. I'm saying like everything, like everything that you need to be able to prepare to compete, like uh, supplements, food, traveling, allowances, like to be able to compete comfortably. So that gave me like no uh, no choice but to do my best because uh, I had everything that I wanted to be able to compete. And no excuses, that's for sure. Yeah. And I know you're a very driven uh, man when it comes to getting ready and, and your prep and your focus. So having a, a team like Team Hardbody, I mean, a big, big shout-out to Law Payne and, and Patricia Payne and all yeah. that they do to make that happen. Also, uh, Team McBee, 
I know you guys uh, had a you had a great support team for sure because I I know they 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 really appreciate and love the sport and they have a very good foundation in it. So you know, you just talk about them for a minute and 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 all mm-hmm. that they bring to you improving and looking like you did when you uh, graced mm-hmm. the stage. Because I mean, you looked phenomenal, brother. <laughs> um. So uh, low. Low pain, I think um, it was last year that um, uh, I reached out to them to see if I can get a partner with them um, to to see how far we can go with the supplement because uh, they just launched the supplement uh, brand a few years ago. And so mm-hmm. um, I got signed up as a... Um, uh, the team athlete uh, with them. So that was last year. So I've been using their supplement for uh, quite some time since last year. And um, they're unique people. <laughs> uh, apart yeah. from just, apart from just the, the, the providing me with like supplement or like giving out the cards for people to buy supplement. It's a, uh, He's like a mentor to me now. Um, apart from bodybuilding, there is there is another life out of bodybuilding that um, they are trying to like um, mentor me into somebody different, somebody that mm-hmm. can I can use I can use the titles that I have that I've achieved over the years to do something better than just normal competition. Yes, and that's and that's what uh, that's what inspire me. That's what like I like most about them because they are trying to to make sure that you don't just depend on competing, but you want after you compete and you made the name, then you use that platform to be able to transform your your brand. Yeah. Yes, sir. Now I gotta let let everybody in on a little secret because uh, you were one of the the first brothers that showed me how to read a supplement label, mm-hmm. where the garbage was shown as garbage and <laughs> yeah. the important products were ensured as uh, shown as important products. So I, you know, I, I've always shared with others the information you mm-hmm. shared with me because you're one of those guys that really inspects. Uh, a, 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 a nutrition label for what mm-hmm. it is, and so if you're going with uh, Team Hardbody, I, I know they have to have some top of the line stuff. Uh, what are some yeah. of the favorites that you like, and what are some of the favorite flavors? Because I'm sure uh, you probably piqued a lot of interest <laughs> you, in supplementation you, if you're going to be going that way. You're gonna like all of them, or anybody out there uh, looking for um, some genuine supplement. Um, they have the um, the grass-fed whey protein, which is they have different flavors, and it's it's one of the best whey supplement that you can get around the world. And mm-hmm. um, but to me, one supplement that <laughs> I I I will always have it in my gym bag is uh, shredded. It's a it's a okay. pre workout. It's a, it's a pre workout, but it's also a BCAA. 
um, it's oh, a wow. pre-workout that have caffeine because most of the pre-workouts that are available in the market contain uh, caffeine, but I don't mm-hmm. like caffeine. So anything that is a pre-workout but doesn't have caffeine, that's what I, I go for. And that supplement they have is called shredded. It's I can I can use it like the whole day. Uh, then they have um, a, a fat burner which was really important uh, to me when I was getting ready. It's a fat burner, it's called Peeled. It's one of the the ve- best fat burner that you can find around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and like I said, if, if if you're using it, then I know it's got to be good stuff because I've never I seen know. anyone inspect a label like you did and, and uh, you know be what? able to share what I was looking for. I... I the fat burner, of course, most uh, fat burners around um, in the market, uh, sometimes you find out that, yes, they are good, but if you look at the label, you find that uh, there are some ingredients that are banned. So yes. and I, I, know how, I know how people are looking at me and uh, thinking, this cannot be natural. So for me to help myself... <laughs> I make sure that uh, everything that I use, um, I know exactly what is in it inside and uh, the ingredients that are in that supplement are okay with all the federation that I compete in. So I have to make sure that everything is safe. Well, I, I know, like I said, when, when I saw the list of names and your name being added to it for the natural oil, I couldn't wait yeah. to see what was going to happen. But, buddy, I mean, you really brought the hammer. And I think it was Thor's hammer because, I mean, you, you cleared the, the field pretty good. So, uh, when uh, four weeks out, I I learned um, that there are like, few people that were going to compete. Uh, I knew that there were not going to be athletes from outside the country. And so I was kind of um, hoping that at least I get like quality competitors against me because I didn't want to just go and just compete with like few unknown people and win. I wanted to be mm-hmm. like... A... So uh, I learned about um, specifically like four people and these are four people mm-hmm. that end up top four. So I knew that Rob Terry was uh, going to compete. Uh, you know, he won the Olympia two years ago. And yes. uh, last year, Philip Ricardo took it from him. Mm-hmm. So I knew he was coming back to get back his title. Then there, there's um, Chavon who just competed in Mr. America, and he came second. Mm -hmm. And so the guy, Jay, who was number one at the Mr. America, was also coming. And so I knew that Savon was coming for a revenge, (laughs) kind of. Yes, he was. (laughs) He was coming to make sure that he takes back the title from Jay. 
And Savon is a world champion. Savon is Savon. Everybody knows who Savon is. So I knew going mm-hmm. against Savon, I have to, I have to be really good in what I'm doing. So then Jay, Jay, uh, I didn't know him much uh, before before the Olympia, but I saw that he won the um, Mr. America. Then two weeks later, he won the IPE World. And so I know how IPE, uh, their people look like, the the kind of physique that uh, win at the IPE. You have to look shredded. And, and Jay was like shredded, like I, I could tell by just looking at his back, his glutes. He was really shredded. So for me to be able to, to come up with a physique, counter these three people, I had to make I had to make sure that I don't go to my normal competition weight, which is uh, 170 or 169. So mm-hmm. I I said at one, 173, which was like the heaviest I've ever competed before. Um, yeah. 173, because I knew. Um, First of all, I'm short, and standing next to somebody like Bob uh, Rob. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be able to look a little bit uh, muscular, like have some um, mass, and so I I didn't want to uh, to come like at 169 or 170. So I wanted to look a little bit heavier. So. I said at 170. At the same time, I was also thinking about uh, Jay, who is shredded. So I didn't want to be heavy, but not shredded. So I had to com- uh, to come in a little bit leaner than Jay to be able to uh, uh, to beat him. So it was kind of. Um, not easy to combine all those yeah and put and and you know Shabon is like experienced on a stage so i had to make sure that oh, he can I, hold his own for sure brother yeah i had to watch some of the videos of them competing to see like what areas they are weak in and mm-hmm. i did my homework i did my homework really well and um, i think it helped I, obviously, it helped. I mean, come on, let's be real about it. Uh, I don't think uh, with with a group like that, you have mm-hmm. to find a way to stand out. And um, you know, I, I was really impressed. You know, especially with the COVID and everybody having such restrictions on their their gym time and practicing and and basically their overall mental health going into those mm-hmm. shows. You guys really brought in some phenomenal packages, but one of the things that also you have to respect is, you know, when, when you're traveling, there's so much that can happen uh, in, in yeah. traveling, especially with the new rules and regulations. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's not easy, and I, I'm just, you know, I, I, I give accolades to you guys because you found a way to keep going and still yeah. look the way you look. It, it's it's not easy. I mean, you guys make it look easy, and your posing <laughs> is, is so spot on. 
that sometimes we take it for granted just how easy you make it look, but it's far from easy to do what you're doing and just explain, you know, the process, especially going back to not having the gym facilities in the beginning, not even knowing yeah. if you're going to be stage ready when you first started, because it, when this hit, it changed everything. Yeah. You know, um, when all this COVID started, people lost their jobs and, uh, I even almost I lost my one job because I could not do anything at the hospital, and so even at the lab um, where I go to, uh, it was reduced to twenty hours a week, which was like nothing. So um, not enough income, no going to the gym, so so limited amount of like food. Um, limited time going to the gym because even the gyms were closed so you just have to hide going to the gym because even the owner of the gym was not like he was not happy seeing people coming to the gym and um, at the same time they have already announced that the gym should be shut down so it was Mm -hmm. like kind of feeling some time to be able to go to the gym and so it had a lot of challenges and to be able to maintain uh, the training and uh, keep my nutrition at the level that I wanted it to be, it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought even competition uh, that people might come looking a little bit um, not prepared, <laughs> but trust me, there are few people there um and I'm happy and I congratulate everybody who competed this year that to be able to even make it to a stage this year it wasn't easy. But some people made effort, courage and determination to be able to continue with their life and continue with their what they like to do best, which is training and eating healthy and be able to compete. And that's what we did. Uh, if you look, if I look at the, the top five at the Olympia, you could not even tell if there was challenges before, like a few months ago. Everybody came looking like 100% ready to take the Mr. Olympia yes. title. But, but this year, it was for me. This was mine. Uh, you're you're, uh, saying it nice and easy because it was, I mean, it was yours for the taking, that's for sure. And just watching, you know, for what I I was able to watch before I had to get back into my own prep, it was nice to see, you know, everyone genuinely getting along. Uh, Mm -hmm. The appreciation, I think, was more and higher because of, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, considering everything that's happened this year and respect mm-hmm. for everyone that was able to finish their prep. Because like I said, I, I in, in the gym, I know there's plenty of people that start a prep and there might be 50 of us, but by the time it gets ready for show days, there might be one or two. So, you know, it, it tickles me when, when people start these pages and, you know, all this stuff where they're going to be super ready. Uh, mm-hmm. It, it, it's not that easy, and like I said, because, no. you know, you have guys 
and 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 women of of, of such high caliber having mm-hmm. such high focus that it does look like something that anybody can do, but that's not exactly the truth or or the reality of what's happening. It takes a lot of time to to get ready, and there yeah. are a lot of setbacks that that happen in between you know starting the prep and starting that walk up those stairs to get on stage. So, you know, did you have any setbacks? And with the video, is that journaled or is that uh, something that you care to talk about? Um, COVID, um, I think um, I will just say that um, uh, before uh, previous years, I used to, uh, with my ex, we used to, like, um, have, like, something, like a team, so there will be something that, some things that she will be like helping out and I will be just concentrating on like training. And so it made it a little bit easier, but um, knowing that I was this year, I was by myself. I can't wanted to make sure that um, everything was going on as planned. And um, um, I had a few friends here and there uh, that came to help out and uh, it really worked out and um, I didn't know how it was going to turn out at the Olympia but everything went on fine and uh, um, we did as, as expected. Well, it, it worked out well. Uh, now, when, when you have everything happening like it was happening and you had the things breaking down like it was breaking down and then the stars <laughs> started to align to where you know this is going to happen, did it increase mm-hmm. your motivation or is this something that you just normally are used to and go with knowing that you got to give it your all no matter what? Uh, you know, uh, in life, there is, there is, everybody has got some kind of challenge going on in their life. And uh, the best thing to do is to make sure that you continue with your life. You do your best the best you can to make sure that everything that is important in your life is going on. And to me, um, being able to go to the gym and being able to eat healthy is some kind of um, um, a motivation to me. Um, I, I feel less stressed when I'm in the gym exercising and eating healthy that brings less stress to me. And so I know everybody has got some kind of challenges going on, but if you can find something that can motivate you and overcome that kind of challenge, then so long as it's something good, um, I know I don't drink alcohol because some, some people will go for like alcohol if they have a stressful life. But to me, mm-hmm. my my stress remedy is training and so I found it like a motivation being able to go back to the gym and exercise and uh, plan on competing and being able to go ahead and compete and win a show it was like I I can only thank God for all that Mm -hmm. well hallelujah to that now one of the things that 
Oh, wait, wait. We got a question from Janet. Uh, Janet's asking about standing next to Rob Terry. What was your goal to basically outshine him standing side to side on the stage? <laughs> so, Rob Terry, uh, I've watched some of the videos. And um, I could tell some of uh, his weaknesses. Uh, he's tall, so he's kind of um, intimidating standing next to him. And so I wanted to be able to have the same muscle density as him. That's why mm-hmm. I, I, I up this time to be able to compete at 175. So even though I'm super uh, short, but if you look at the muscle density, I was almost ever overpowering him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that's not an understatement, and that's not uh, bravado speaking. You were full, brother, and, and conditioned as well. And then you have uh, just Siobhan out there. Goodness gracious. I, oh, yeah. I, I was wondering how you guys were going to have space on stage because that's a lot of muscle. <laughs> You know, Siobhan is a world champion, and he has got a lot of experience on stage. Trust me, if you're going to compete against Siobhan, you better come ready because it's not going to be easy. He doesn't get he doesn't get tired while on stage. The more he flakes, the more he keeps on getting better. And so you have to even plan, like, posing, um to be able to like stand on stage for more than 30 minutes because standing next to Savon is not easy. I've watched some of his videos uh, on stage and so I knew it was not going to be easy for me. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> He's not. Uh, I, I think Lafayne used to call him the problem because people would almost dismiss him just when he would get on stage, but then he would uh, basically wreck shop the whole time he was out there and then walk yeah. off stage with the wind. So it, it's, he's not, not to be taken lightly. And he definitely, he, he has honed his skill, I guess the best way to say it. <laughs> and it was, it was an honor, like uh, standing next to Savon. This is somebody who has like won like all the major titles mm-hmm. around the world, a natural bodybuilder. And so he knew everything that the judges are looking for. And so standing next to him, I was like, wow, I am finally able to stand next to Savon. And, and so at that side, being on stage, you know, uh, whether you are happy uh, competing against somebody else, but the main goal is to be able to beat him. And so I went there feeling like, okay, I'm I'm happy that I'm going to stand next to Savon, but at the same time, I want to be able to counter his stage present. Uh, his, everything that he's going to display, I wanted to be able to... Which is not easy. Him. That's not an easy feat brother. Standing side Uh, so uh, you know sometimes we all have weaknesses nobody has got like everything Uh, I have like small calves I have some weaknesses and so uh, 
there's something that I've learned over the years that um, while on stage, you don't just show everything. Only show the best that you have. Unless they call out a specific pose or a specific thing. But if they don't call it, just to show the best you have. And yes, that's, what I yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And, 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 I and tried you, to, you definitely did that. Go ahead. I try to, uh, um, to do poses that hide the weaknesses that I have. Because if I do that, and later on look at the photos, you can't even tell if I have weaknesses. Just looking at the pictures, you will think I don't even have any weakness. But I have a lot of them. But the way I present myself on stage, the way I flex, the way I, 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 the way I position my, my body towards the judges, I'm watching every step, every step to make sure that I hide my weaknesses. And that's, that's the trick. Well, you found a way to do it because I, I don't think anybody had scored you less than uh, first place. That was just a, a amazing time, especially with that kind of talent on stage. That that's quite quite an accomplishment. Um, when you when you have uh, basically the title, because I I think you're one of the few that owns the title of, of Mister Natural Universe and Mister Natural Olympia. Uh, during the same year, and also uh, repeating those titles uh, uh, year uh, year after year, so it's 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 not easy to bring that kind of physique. I remember, see, I, uh, nutrition has improved so well that I think if if the athlete chooses the the right time for their bodies and everything else, they can still you know, bring a great package to the stage, especially mm-hmm. when you have muscle maturity and and correct diet. I, I think some of the reasons yeah. that people can't compete year after year is because they go to such extremes with their bodies to do it. So what is yep. the, the thing that, that keeps you uh, maintained and also in a healthy fashion? Uh, so, uh, you know, um, Growing up in Kenya, I didn't have uh, the luxury of uh, the ice cream, the uh, the cheeseburger, the, the pizza. I didn't have the luxury of having all that. And so coming here, I think I'm used to everything that I make my own. And so even during off-season, I still eat the same kind of meals that I eat during the prep and so that makes it easier for me to be able to um, get ready for a show within a short period of time because I don't have to start from the scratch I just change like the amount of the, the food that I eat and within like four weeks I should be able to step on stage and that's something that most people don't do most people when they're not competing they let themselves go, and so when it's time when it's time for them to compete, it's like they are starting from the uh, from the scratch, which takes weeks and weeks of um, transformation. And by the time you are ready to compete, 
you're already weak you you can't even do like more than two show because you 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 have lost like almost like because some people lose like 20 pounds or 30 pounds to be able to step on stage and mm-hmm. losing kind of weight um it's not easy to be able to perform like the way you want um you will look the way you want but you don't even have the energy to be able to um to stay like 30 minutes on stage because you're super weak so i try mm-hmm. to keep my my weight between 10 a maximum of 10 10 pounds uh of season and contest season uh a difference of 10 pounds or less than that that way I don't have to struggle like uh trying to lose some weight or um trying to get lean. So and that's what I've been doing for the last uh few years and it's it's working for me. Yes. And and your body doesn't have to take that uh physical beating that uh yeah. and and I've been more vocal about this simply because uh the, the, the I think Greg Presti, a nutritionist, had told me once that at some point it becomes the point of diminishing returns, meaning you gain all this weight, and then uh-huh. basically by the time you lose it, you might have gained half a pound when all is said yeah. and done. And you figure if you're burning 30 and 40 pounds off, then for half a pound of muscle for the next event, your your body is basically begging for mercy. Uh, you know, yeah. when you when you get on stage, and and it's not fair to what we're doing to our bodies. I, I've I've always, you know, been concerned about that because I said if if we're in the health and fitness uh, realm, then at some point we should be more concerned about health and fitness. And I think what you're doing is a better uh, ideology than just you know mm-hmm. holding on to an old aspect of gaining, you know, 50 pounds or 100 pounds in the off-season and then whittling it down to basically get on stage two to three pounds more with so much abuse to our our body because our internal organs don't process Mm -hmm. stuff like we think with our bodies in mind. I try to to make it like a lifestyle. I don't want it to be like a struggle to be able to step on stage. I want to the process to be enjoyable. I want to be able to uh, feel like I'm not forcing myself into uh, doing something. And if you look at even the uh, the, the videos, uh, the YouTube videos, even the, the day before the show, I was still doing 350 deadlifts. I was still doing 20 reps in Las Vegas, and I was still okay. Mm-hmm. I still had the energy to be able to even work out for two hours in the gym. Um, And that is something that most people cannot do because the way most people uh, do their prep, they are already weak. Like a week before they start the the peak week, they are super weak and people will be able to, uh, to train. Well, I can tell you that that 20 rep that you just referenced, that was one of the things that you had me add to my workout program because I think I was doing 10 to 12, and and you were telling me, you know, how to increase 
the 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 look and the definition of the muscle, you got to work it. And yeah, you know, I think with my 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 background in the fitness industry, that it does make sense not to gain so much weight if you're being as active as you want to be or be the representation of the brand that you're creating. You can't be walking around like the person that never set foot on stage. So, you know, it it does make a difference. It does work against you at some point, especially, like I said, with the internal organs, doing what their, their job requires and you're adding 20 and 30 pounds of weight that it's not used to having, that Mm -hmm. can't be easy on the body. And I can see why people do end up so weak toward the very end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because people lose a lot of weight before they compete. And so uh, the more you lose, the the weaker you become. So you can't be able to train with the heavy weight uh, or you can't be able to train for more than one hour and uh, 40 pounds of weight. So, but the reason why I, I am able to do that is because the difference between off season and contest, it's like five or um, a maximum of 10 pounds, which still leaves me with strength to be able to train until like the day of the contest. Well, it it uh, definitely helps when you when you have to go through the posing regimens that you guys had to do. I mean, my goodness, yeah. it, it's a hard decision when you have groups like looking like you did on stage. And uh, if your endurance isn't there, they they will basically run you to find out just how much it is. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that the kind of package that I brought this time. Um, I was lean. I was. Um, I'm looking at the, the pictures from the comparison from all the process, the mandatory process, and I feel like um, I should have won almost all the process. Um, maybe I m- might have lost one or two, but I'm looking at the pictures and I feel like I dominated the show. Mhm. Well, well, no one to say you did. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Now, I I got a question about you because uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm from the Midwest and I I love the Midwest, and I got a chance to see some of Richie Lopez out there. What did you think of him seeing him live? Uh the only thing that was missing with Richie, I think, was the tan. He was really bright. Uh, on stage, and I think the time that he put on, he was he was not looking dark enough. I feel that's one of the reasons why he was overlooked. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, there is also the reasoning behind uh, the class that he's competing. It's called classic physics. Uh, up to now. I've not seen anybody apart from Richie that is doing the classic bodybuilding. Most people are doing the normal, uh, uh, the traditional bodybuilding. The only change is that they wear different. Most mm-hmm. people are doing bodybuilding 
But if you look at Richie, Richie is bringing something unique, something classic. Yes. And so, you're telling me? if 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 rules, I, I don't know the rules about classics, I think, but to me, what Richie is doing is what is supposed to be classic bodybuilding. The rest are just yes. if, if you even look at the poses, you will find out that most almost everybody apart from him were just doing the normal bodybuilding poses. Mm-hmm. So well, I, I don't know. I agree with you. I, I really yeah, agree I, with you on that one because I really think he can transform that class and category into what it's meant to be because he's definitely, yeah. he's the paradigm shift of it, I can tell you that. Yeah, so I still don't know like when the difference between the process, bodybuilding and classic, because I see them doing the same process that I do. I, I'm a bodybuilder, but I see them doing the same process like me. So I'm like, what is the difference? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's very true, but he, he really has transformed it into what I pictured what they were actually trying to present on stage because he does fit that era and age perfectly. Yeah, and that's what I was expecting uh, the judges to be looking into, but it seems like it doesn't matter the process, it doesn't matter like how you represent yourself on stage. It's just like you look like a bodybuilder and you're up there, then you're all the same. You remember I I I did uh, I tried doing the classic thing um, uh, two years in Chicago and I don't even belong there. That's why I I can't do it because I don't with my physique I don't even belong there. So even my process doesn't even make me look like a classic bodybuilder. So. Uh, <laughs> We have few people like Richie that look exactly like how a classic bodybuilding should look like. Yes. But but I, I feel like the rules are still not clear enough on how they are supposed to be presenting themselves on stage, how they dis- display their process. I think that is still lacking. Yes. Well, I, I think yeah. he should have a banner made and, and start showing all of his uh, different quarter turns and everything else and say this is what we expect if you're going to be putting on these shorts and competing in this category because, to me, he's the epitome of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping for him to be maybe like in top three, but it didn't happen. Yeah. I'm still not sure like exactly what, they are looking um, for in terms of uh, classic physique. Yeah. And, uh, you know, being there live, and, and you the got to see it and, so you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm not against the, the guy who won uh, Brandon. I'm not against him. Brandon Lurio, really, yeah. Yeah, he looked, he looked really good. Uh, but yes. I just don't know, like, 
the difference between bodybuilding and classic right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's a, 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 a topic we're going to have to tackle later on. But first, I want to hear about this video. we got to get your information out before the show ends on how they can get to this YouTube video of your journey to the natural O and how people can reach you if they want to sign up for, for personal training and also what what we should be expecting from Meshack in the future. Uh, so um, the YouTube video, if you look at the, if you just type my name, uh, Meshack Wuching on YouTube, you should be able to get it. Or if you look at um, uh, hard body supplement, you should be able to find the the, uh, the YouTube videos. It talks about like my journey from how I grew up, how I end up moving to USA, and how I've been doing in terms of like competing. And, and then there is a part. Um, right now we are in like uh, fourth episode. So there's the first episode that talks about like my daily life, like my schedule, how from the time I wake up to the time that I go to bed, then uh, whatever I do in the gym, then uh, there is an episode uh, four that talks about like um, going to the airport, being the day one in Las Vegas, and then uh, there is another one coming up soon about the whole if you want to watch the contest because i think right mm-hmm. now people see the pictures but they have not seen the videos if you want to watch the videos it's coming up soon just keep on watching the episode uh it's going to be episode five on how i performed on stage the comparison between me and uh the other guys and so look it out um other than that um I mean, this being Miss Olympia have created some kind of opportunities uh, in terms of uh, my um, my personal training uh, online. I've been busy, like the whole of this today, I've been just trying to respond to emails and messages about wanting me to. This is something that I've proved to the whole world not once, not twice, that I know what I'm doing, I'm capable mm-hmm. of doing it, and I can apply this to help other people achieve their goals too. I want to use this yes. platform as Miss Olympia to encourage that, to encourage most people that you can still be natural, you can still get what you want, if you have the consistency, if you are persistent in what you are doing, and with a little help, you'll be able to achieve that goal. And I'm I'm here to be able to help most people who want to be able to achieve something in natural bodybuilding or in fitness as a whole. Amen to that, brother. Amen to that. Well, uh, any shout-outs you want to give before we, the show's over? Oh, I just want to thank, um, first of all, the PNBA for being able to host the show despite all these challenges. Uh, I want right. to also thank uh, my sponsors, um, Hard Body Supplement. Um, I mean, without them, I don't think I would have done the Olympia. And 
be made it unique. People can follow up like how I started the, the prep all the way to the stage and everything. So I really appreciate what they did to me and um, I will continue making sure that uh, Hard Body Supplement is a team that if you need a supplement, you run to them and check them out. See if you uh, there's a supplement you might like and you reach out to me if you need a card to use. Those are some people that I really appreciate for helping me out. I have few friends like Albert, Jerome, uh, Matt, and Mike here. They have been super supportive in making sure that mm -hmm. uh, I I get what I want in terms of like um, the prep because uh, prep comes with some few some challenges, a lot of challenges. Sometimes you yes, feel like you are way down um, mentally, and so to have somebody like telling you, "Hey, man, you can do this. Don't don't think of things above your means." just focus on what is ahead of you. And so having friends like that, I really appreciate That's that. That's awesome. Amen yeah. to that. Yeah. And Lord to you guys, uh, to you guys that are spreading the word of natural bodybuilding, I want you guys to keep on doing it and spread it more because it's now turning out that most people still think that once you're a bodybuilder, then it's the same. You use all kinds of things that all bodybuilders are using, but that is not the truth. We have some good natural athletes that they achieve what they have naturally, and that works mm -hmm. out to everyone else. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, Meshach, thanks so much for sharing uh, your story and sharing your journey. And once again, congratulations on an, on an epic win uh, at such a high-caliber show. I can't uh -huh. wait to read about it in the Iron Man magazine. Oh, yeah, it's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know they probably got some good pictures of you, too, so I, I definitely want my autographed copy when I get it. Okay. You know when I come to Chicago, too. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll be more than ready for that. Okay. All right, brother. Uh, bye. Let's talk to you later. That was my my brother, and uh, he did some amazing things uh, when he was down here. We had a lot of chances to work out, and I've been blessed to be able to do that. Uh, it's an honor to know him, and he's educated me on a lot of things, and it's nice to know that he's still going strong even during a time of a pandemic. So for Daz, uh, you know, she couldn't make the earlier shows. She has family issues, uh, family things going on, not family issues. She has family time that she has, has to provide. And uh, I hope I did the show justice. And glory to God, we made it through. Meshack, thanks so much. Kaylin Patterson, the guys for P4P, thanks so much for the platform and foundation. We are out.